welcome to today's episode of The Square on a somewhat rainy morning here in the skyline. I'm joined by Caroline Compton, uh, interior design project manager, senior associate, and workplace wellness leader, in addition to a few other things that we're going to find out about in a few minutes. Um, and we're going to be talking a little about workplace wellness. Um, but before we get to that, I, I want to know a little bit about why you became a designer. What was, was it something that when you were a kid, it was something you couldn't get away from, something later in life? I think short answer is I could put pillows together on a bed really nicely <laughs> and I could space plan um, my doll collection. Short answer. <laughs> Little did I know it was going to be so much more in depth with codes and sustainability and um, all the components that come with it, it being an interior designer. Some of those good, some of those a pain in the neck. Yes. <laughs> but one way or the other you have to <laughs> deal with them. Um, and specifically well and fit well mm -hmm. what is it about those that was so attractive to you well i have um i come from a background of athletes i've been an athlete all my life specifically ran track and played basketball and soccer and so when i started reading about the well-building standard it was so much related to fitness and mm -hmm. eating healthy and that's been a passion of mine so i've been able to merge a personal passion of mine with a professional passion so just that's a bit of an understatement to say that you come from an <laughs> athletic background. You are a triathlete. You run mm -hmm. marathons and not like one or two. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your marathon running. Um, back in 2008, I had uh, my sister and I created a goal to um, finish a marathon. And so we started training for the Dallas Marathon, finished that. And of course, we weren't satisfied with just the one and done. So then we signed up for the Walt Disney World Marathon, because what better place than to run a marathon in the most magical place in the world? That's so then, you and your sister, right? You, my That's sister awesome. and myself. So now we decided after finishing Florida, why not do another state? And so the rest is history. So there's actually a club. It's called the 50 State Marathon Club, but we are officially in the 50 State Marathon Club and have completed 31 marathons in 31 states. Holy cow. <laughs> Look at that. That is a huge collection. Yeah, um, it's it takes a lot of um, support to hang that because one of my medals in particular, actually Little Rock, is uh, 2.5 pounds. God, so all these added that up. this one here? That is the giant wow. horseshoe. But yeah, it's, it's not about um, quality. We haven't qualified for the Boston race. It's more yeah. about quantity. So hopefully one day we'll get into the um, Boston race. But yeah, it's been well, super fun. Well, quantity or quality, the, <laughs> the marathon. Uh, is is pretty incredible. I think probably the only marathon I've ever done is a movie marathon. But I can <laughs> gladly go and do that in each one of the states yeah. while you, you do your real marathon. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, I have a feeling a lot of people watching this may know what well is but mm -hmm. for those that don't give me kind of like the short description of what well is yeah so if i were to sell it in an elevator pitch right it's was created in 2015 um, specifically by a real estate company and similar to fitwell it was created by the cdc which popular name if you have um, haven't been under a rock for the last year and a half yeah. <laughs> but um it's basically performance-based systems about the people in the building so they thought there was a lack of that kind of um certification system in our workplace, in our airports, in our data centers, in our educational facilities. And so this goes um, hand in hand with um, human resources, a facilities team, and the physical building, and then the people in the building. So making um, 
places thrive with health and wellness, and essentially. So, and so when you think about, if you think about it in terms of lead, lead is really the impact of a building on the environment sure. well as the impact yeah. of the building on the people that are in it. That's exactly right, Brandon. So I'll say if, if lead is about the physical building, then well is about the people inside the building. And since we do spend 90% of our time indoors, um, we do need to focus on making that environment healthier and safer and promoting wellness. It's in the in the limited experience that I have in talking with people about well, the thing that I've been impressed with is it's not just another award mm-hmm. or um, you know another evaluation of the building. It's real. I mean, it is those things, but it's also yeah. really backed in, at its heart by a set of tools that yes. support the the people that inhabit that building yeah it's tons of moving parts and um, a lot of the questions we get from um, individuals especially more than ever now is the cost the return on investment you know all the questions that people are wondering do I need to invest in this program and what I like to tell them is um, so much of a company's cost is the people they mm-hmm. average about 90% of a, a company's cost is the people and then 10% fall in the building and operations so why not invest in those people and when people start getting um, questions about the cost, we, we often, instead of doing it per square foot, which is how these um, programs um, break out costs, is we do it per person. So we humanize the um, program. And so I think it relates more to the individuals um, on you know, less absenteeism, more productivity, um, things like that. Is, uh, tell me about, I know the well has a customizable scorecard, which mm-hmm. is important for its agility yes. to be able to address different situations. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so well, when they created their second version, went ahead and did a customizable scorecard. So what does that mean? It means that you can literally certify an airport terminal, a retail shop, an office space, a residential component. So it basically caters to all spaces indoors. And it's brilliant because it all falls under the same um, 24 preconditions and over 100 optimizations. So one of the projects that you worked on with mm-hmm. well that we had uh, the opportunity to film and it was super cool because I, I my dad was a doctor I grew up in a hospital but I'd never seen the hospital equipment displayed the way that striker displayed <laughs> right it. Um, but for the well aspect Tell me a little bit about the Stryker project. Oh my gosh, that's probably, if you asked me my 16 year career, what's what project I'm most proud of, I would have to say Stryker. It was the first facility in Texas. We're very proud of that stat. Um, it just became a natural fit because they're a medical device company and they were already obtaining a lead silver um, certification. So it just made sense. So we had a change management exercise with them in a vision session with them and just the the words they were using, um, acoustical issues, thermal comfort issues, mm-hmm. um, bringing that outside in, um, monumental stair walking, it just triggered like this is a good fit for them. So we went ahead and did a preliminary scorecard and they scored very well. What were some of the specific elements that well had an, a, uh, an effect on the design? Um, Specifically, we did a lot of natural materials um, to bring that outside. And as I mentioned before, they also were headquartered in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So we brought in this beautiful custom wall covering that has all of the birch trees from Michigan. That was a good fit. Um, So specifically, the aesthetics, we catered to that need. Um, We also did a tour path where... It had um, branded environments throughout the tour path. So um, like you were saying, the medical device equipment, we actually took a wall of, I think it was a 150 foot wall and displayed all of their equipment on this wall. And then there was another display where it was kind of seen what's behind the scenes, what's behind the lighting um, that would be in in a medical room. 
Now, was I know they have a really nice gym too. Yes. Actually, a gym and like a dance studio. Was that all part yeah. of the influence of Well? That was definitely part of their program. We just kind of enhanced it to answer your question. So um, they definitely have a bar instructor on staff and a yoga instructor. And so they were promoting those classes um, during lunch and before and after hours, especially since a lot of the folks were commuting about 30 miles on mm. average because it is near the um, DFW airport. The fitness facility, um, they joked that Stryker started in a garage <laughs> and now you know it's involved into this world um com- world-renowned company and so now the striker gym at flower mound is the size of a gr- the garage. garage yeah <laughs> that's awesome so again i think until probably 18 months ago mm-hmm. <laughs> when people thought of well it was natural to think of a commercial building of sure, some sort yeah um but that has changed like so many other things how can well have an impact when you have hybrid work environments, including home and coffee shops and other kinds of places? Um, I think that's a great question. And we've certainly had that question a lot, especially as we start to get back to the office. And, you know, I think there's no one answer, but specifically what comes to mind is that companies have offered a stipend to individuals to grab that sit to stand desk at, um, you know, a, a retail shop or get the dual monitor arms or create an environment that's comfortable. So is it dimmed lighting in their um, home office? Is it that sit to stand desk that I mentioned? Bringing in a plant, I mean, having your pets. Um, I did a lot of research on what folks are asking for in the office and pets yeah. were apparently one of them especially since we were home with them for so long for sure so um i also think about it being um you know you don't have your commute and so if that commute is traffic induced or a pain mm. in the neck then you automatically wake up with a less stressful um home office feel if you don't have to have that commute so, which all relates back to well and mental awareness mental health awareness now, tell me the difference between well and fit well. Yeah, we get that a lot. Um, short answer is price. Um, and well is uh, very much more detailed and more rigorous in terms of documentation and upkeep from the end user. Fit well is um, definitely less paperwork and um, easier to score points. Well is based um, in conjunction with lead. So there's a lot of um, crossover, what we would call crosswalks. Well, uh, fit well certainly has them, just not as much. But um, what I like to tell everybody is Corgan offers both options and we want to see what's best for you mm. um, before we make the decision. What One thing I've heard you say is like humans, buildings need checkups. What mm-hmm. do you mean by that? Yeah, so I compare it to humans, right? Like we... Um, typically go to the doctor at least once a year for an annual checkup. Let's hope that we do follow that, especially as we get older. You know, buildings need checkups too, just like us. So um, having a facilities team walk the building for mold or any kind of leaks, um, anything that needs to be fixed if window blinds aren't working properly to the standards that which would cause headaches during the day as people work at their computers, things like that um, require um, definitely checkups throughout the year. Now, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, there is... Um recruitment is definitely something that's been in the news a lot lately. Yes. Um, and uh, it's it's been interesting to see how well can really have an effect mm-hmm. on that. So when we're thinking about the inhabitants of the building and, and as the recruitment retention battle kind of heats up, how does well play a role in that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's now more important than ever, right? Um, post-pandemic and getting folks back to the office, creating that community, that culture. Um, well and Fitwell used to be this luxury 
program that you had to pay this money to kind of solidify the things that you were following protocol wise with well and fit well. And now I feel it's more of a necessity to not only stand out to attract and entertain employees, but just to make the people in your building feel safe, feel comfortable, feel healthy, feel their best selves. I think traditionally people think of well as clean air, clean water, um, but it can really have an impact on culture and community, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much so. There's actually, um, out of the 10 concepts with well, there's actually a community component and you know, community. It's literally called community. Yeah, and it, it strengthens, you know, offices need community because it strengthens innovation, well-being, humanity, and it just makes us feel like we belong into a company and we're, we're loyal to a company. And I know there's this big fear of folks leaving right now um, to work from home permanently or just take a hiatus, and I think more than ever, community is so important mm -hmm. to um, us beyond well and fit well, frankly. Having that feeling of belonging to something. Absolutely, and feeling um, that you're giving back to something. Um, I think these folks getting out of school want that. They, they crave that in a office environment. So from a practical standpoint, what are ways that employers and HR recruiters, et cetera, can kind of lean into well and its principles to help with that? Yeah, I'd love so beyond the you know, biophilic things we mentioned and the healthy air and clean drinking water. I think it's a discussion with um, a human resources um, component of a company. So our end users, we often ask if they can bring in an HR related individual or representative of sorts. So we can talk about those things that, do you need to update your policies with the changes we've experienced in the last 18 months? Do we need more sick days? Do we need to talk about diversity more? And all those things relate back to well. It, they're all optimizations that offer points to get um, a higher score. I think one of the things that I think is really a benefit to engaging somebody that has uh, you know, a, a background in well mm -hmm. is not just how to navigate the system, but y you guys have actually put in the time, the research, you have the data to know how to make educated decisions. Absolutely. Um, our research and development team recently did a study and we just asked, you know, what do these folks want as they get out of school? And I, I can say, frankly, Brandon, I'd love your answer, but mine was, I want a higher salary. I want a yeah. shorter commute. Yeah. And I mean, same thing, right? But these folks now are asking for, you know, it's always the free snacks, right? <laughs> Which we have here at Corgan. They're just now modified slightly to um, meet the well standards, but they're asking for green spaces. They're asking for green initiatives. They want to be a part of this 2030 initiative that we've set. You know, they're going to be living and breathing in the office during this time. So I think that's just a very telling fact of what the future is to hold for what they want. There, it's totally, there's an extra element of, you know, there's, there's part of hopefully you're fulfilled in what you do mm -hmm. in a daily, you know, incremental way. But when you think about being able to, in a daily incremental way, have an impact like the 2030 initiative uh, and on a much bigger scale because your company is supporting that, that's yeah. huge. They want to be a part of the change. Right. And I think more than ever, they'll take a salary cut or do a longer commute for to see that change in their company. And that's pretty huge. So what do you think are the changes that are gonna be coming for Well? Like what do you yeah. think some of the future of Well is? Um, I think the customizable scorecard is huge. I think that's a monumental stretch to reach all indoor spaces. I also think that they're gonna start touching some of the third world or less fortunate countries. They're offering discounts to certify spaces in those countries that are not as privileged as us. I think that's huge as well. And just 
the more we talk about it, the more people want to do it and promote it. And like I said, it's going to be some sort of standard, I believe. And so why not practice it now before it becomes a standard? There's been so many different like tech companies and, and different people who have been like, oh, we're out of the office, we're work from home forever. And I feel like the pendulum's swinging a little bit. Um, and Corgan certainly hasn't been shy about having done the research and the data that, that talks about there's this enduring value to having workplaces. How is Well kind of informing about what that new workplace looks like? I think a lot of it is uh, getting the message across the employees what the office is used for. And the office is now an amenity, right? We need reasons to come here. We need reasons to collaborate, reasons to be together. And I can just use an example from the Well Building Standard. Um, mindful eating, they want you to have areas around your workplace that are not at your desk to eat, right? So you get up and you we could have lunch together mm -hmm. and 25% of the area needs to be um, open and available for you to eat. And so I can't get that at home. Yeah, I, I, It's a sense of um, belonging again. It's a sense of collaboration. It's a sense of eating with a friend. I want to have friends at work. Yeah. I love that. This It's even just behind us. A lot of times throughout the day, people are eating and that's where yeah. you hear the conversations happening and the kind of that organic creativity. Yeah. Come. I just think it's super important though, whether it's a SharePoint or a database where these messages come across, whether you're working from home that day, you're traveling that day or in the office of what our areas are used for and the purpose of the areas that we create, that there's purpose for them and we're using them correctly. So how do you see Well evolving and, and kind of changing? What's the future of Well over the next several years? Um, I think we're going to listen to these, um, you know, the next generation and see what they're wanting. I also think we're collecting data with um, climate change, with um, things evolving in our world, and we're going to listen to that, put our ear to the ground, and um, evolve. One of the things that Well and Fitwell are doing is they issue versions and updates to those versions, so they're constantly listening to what's around them, mm. whether it be um, the physical environment or people. Love that. Caroline, thank you so much for being here. And thank you. Us in. When's your next marathon? Um, I'm running Bar Harbor, Maine. Oh, I love Bar Harbor. <laughs> That's awesome. You have to say Bar Harbor. Yeah, <laughs> I've been up around Southwest Harbor. I love yeah, that. It's area. in Acadia National Park, and so it's not going to be a, a personal best by any means because the hills, <laughs> but it will be a lovely um, October. Well, good luck with your marathon, and thank you for all this information around well. Thank you for joining us. And if you have any more questions or, or want to learn more about Well, make sure you check out the description below. We'll have several links. And then check out the square next time.